Hello everyone, happy Monday and welcome back to week three of this bonus series of the She Can, She Did podcast focused solely on the theme We Can, We Will. Whether this COVID-19 storm as business owners and rather good ones too, that is. On Friday morning last week, straight off the back of my morning workout when I was all sweaty, I popped onto Zoom first thing to record today's episode with the unstoppable force that is Sophie T, the artist and magnate behind Sophie T Art, who, if you're a regular listener, you'll recognise from series one of the podcast, but I have a sneaky suspicion that a lot of you will have followed her long before that too. For someone that has a schedule that rivals most, Sophie is and always has been so unbelievably generous with her time and advice, something that in my opinion makes the wave of success that she's riding at the moment all the more worthy. So I really don't know why I was surprised when I received a DM on the back of announcing this new series, volunteering her story too all the way from Sydney where she currently is at present, saying in true Sophie style, babes, I'll do one with lots of kisses. Having landed in Australia two days before the UK went into lockdown, over the past three weeks, Sophie has battled with the fact that her team are on the other side of the world in London, where the lockdown is much more severe than Sydney at present. Upcoming Sophie T art shows have had to be postponed. Delivery processes have been less than straightforward, given that the brand ships worldwide. And internally, Sophie's also had to battle with the ongoing worry that luxury items like art might not be a priority for her audience at present. Yet, in the midst of that, as she goes on to say, in many ways, the pandemic has forced her to reassess her business model and has given her the permission to focus solely on being the creative that she is. Having caught the attention of the prestigious Saatchi Gallery in Sotheby's in recent weeks, adapted her payment plans and raised thousands of pounds for charity in the most creative ways possible. This is how the past few weeks have played out for Sophie and how she went about adapting to the current climate. We battled with one very echoey gallery in Sydney for this recording, to the point where I had to ask Sophie to record with a jumper over her head. Sorry. <laughs> I feel very, very hot in here. Is the video going to be on? Uh, yeah, don't worry. And also a few Wi-Fi issues too. So there are a few patches where it's not the best recording out there, I know. And I really am sorry for that. If you want a little insight into some of the challenges I'm battling at the moment, dodgy Wi-Fi and recording these podcasts over Zoom is one of them. But I am hoping that Sophie's advice outweighs all of that. I really do hope you find what she has to say as inspiring as I did. Okay, so already, I mean, my immediate issue was people won't be spending money on a luxury item was my first, my first thought. Then, do you know what? It's just given me this massive opportunity to think outside the box and just be totally creative and kind of start again with everything with all our strategy and just like completely revamp it. And it's been, to be honest, business-wise, one of the most liberating experiences because it's almost the case of everyone's going through the same thing, right? So just play it. And there's kind of, it's taken quite a lot of pressure off my need 
for growing the business because no one expects it, which I guess is a massive thing of mine. And it's put a lot of emphasis on just being more creative and giving, giving back in this time and engaging with my audience in a different way that's not sell, sell, sell. And what a blessing it's um, it's been so far. And I guess that's the silver lining. Yeah, definitely. And I remember like from previous conversations, you, you have kind of gone through themes in your work, haven't you? Where you've then suddenly just cut it off because you need to be creative. Like it's become stagnant so you need to mix up when you switched over from the what would you call them the splotches <laughs> yeah abstracts to all the nudes and stuff and that was like such a massive jump so like like you said I guess this has just given you like freedom yeah an opportunity to play exactly and I think I think I used to be very structured when I changed my route so you know the animals the abstracts the nudes and playing right now has given me this kind of freedom to say you don't have to define your work every time like I did these I did the loo rolls I did the clapping hands I'm now thinking of like going to do a series called manifesting and it's going to be like all so the first one is thank fuck that's over so I'm going to be doing quotes on pieces and I just think like not having to kind of pigeonhole myself into a certain thing is going to be great and I could just be the artist that that comments on pop culture yeah, definitely. Um, I, I'm, I think my sister, my sister's like obsessed with your work. What was the quote that you put up? There was one and I literally, I was about to tag her in it and I saw that she'd already banged out. Um, I'm, I'm so aware that this is in hindsight two weeks in though, but you'd just flown out to, just to kind of set the scene, you'd just flown out to yeah. Sydney, hadn't you? So with the fact that your first thought was, shit, like are people going to buy luxury items at this time? How did that almost immediate panic play out like from a logistics point of view you've obviously got the team back in London not just as you as an artist but as the whole Sophie T brand what were your kind of priorities and how did you go about making this work okay so my initial priority obviously like any business who respects and um you know the world and respects their customers is the safety side of it so um I got to Sydney and normally I'm quite vocal about the fact that I have a a large co-working space that I work out of in Sydney in Manly and that was just not going to work because I obviously have to self-isolate and I've just come in from overseas so immediately I was faced with that issue not being able to see people with that I worked quite quickly so I just basically got myself as a studio of my own which costs more and obviously like puts more pressure on the business but in order for me to create a be creative I have just got to just make this decision so I'm in this massive space now and I'm completely on my own hence why you've got a jumper over your head because it's so big it's so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm so spoiling here it's so silly but so that's the first thing the second thing obviously I wasn't meant to be here I'll probably end up being here for about three months um my team are all based in London and one of my girls Hannah her main job is um shipping and delivering the items which she can't do anymore because we can't go into the studio logistically it's an absolute nightmare I would say testament to our brand is that like we've sent out a, a huge email to all of our customers to say guys if you choose to support us in this time your artwork will take an extended time to be delivered obviously but we will be offering every single person that buys a piece a free print when it's over so I've, I've made like a, a big original of that quote and it says I only stockpile art so when this is all over everyone that's supported me in this time will get that. I guess it's just giving back to your customers and just being very open with the communication and saying, look, we're all going through this. Thank you so much. 
at the other end I'll sort you out but right now please sort me out and yeah another thing that we've done as well which I've, I, I I talk about quite often as a way to make art more accessible and it is to offer people allow people to pay monthly installments we've never typically offered that on prints because they are a lower price item however when all this happened we transferred that over to prints so we have people paying up to 12 months for a 200 pound print um and it's that kind of stuff obviously we'll we'll make a loss on that at first because the prints obviously cost us hundreds of pounds to produce but it gets the orders through the door and it gets it gets people ordering I guess so yeah and have you noticed like a change in sales has that is it increased decreased or is it just as as successful as it was um so I actually made a decision before this happened to instead of I, I don't know if this is boring to anyone but we basically used to do a launch every single month and there used to be of a lot of products so I'd work the entire month and uh, sell a large quantity we were getting to a point where we would get about 80% of them sell and then I'd have to store the other lot and it would just be again a logistical nightmare so before this actually happened I decided to do smaller quantities and release them every single week that way another benefit of that is I'm able to like gauge if people are liking it if they sell out in an hour if they sell out in five minutes then I could actually see like is it worth me doing it again is it worth me going down exploring that certain route further or should I just be like that was great move on allow having smaller quantities of different exciting new pieces of work and releasing them weekly not only keeps everyone engaged but it keeps me really relevant and selling more so I guess that that was a what's the word I didn't mean for that to happen but that has been a huge help yeah byproducts it's good okay amazing um how are you given that you're out in sydney um i know your partner's there with you but like if you, you've flown out to the other side of the world you're not allowed to see other people and you still have such a massive demand for all of all of your art how are you looking after yourself or like what do your kind of day-to-day schedules look like out there at the moment in that studio um and what are you doing to kind of i suppose get through this because it's such a weird time like i feel like i was absolutely fine last week in the past i think yesterday and today no yesterday and the day before that was the first time it's like really hit me like oh you know like shit this is real yeah it is it is really, really bizarre. And I think the the true effects are yet to come in, especially for me, because the delivery for my artwork is a month anyway. And, you know, we're yet to not meet that. My day-to-day in Sydney involves me walking down to the studio, um, coming in, and to be honest, just making as much cool content on Instagram, which is never normally... Yes, like I do sell my work on Instagram, but my main focus has um just been for the big launches getting as much done as i possibly can whereas now i'm having a bit more fun with like the content side of things like i downloaded splice for the first time and i'm very proud of a little videos that i'm making which normally i would have like not done myself because i'd be like i don't have the time i just got a pain but like now i'm actually you know, <laughs> i'm an artist <laughs> yeah like <laughs> but now um it's so funny like and I guess that another thing is like I take the girls for granted so much and I cannot believe how much bloody mess I make just from existing. <laughs> oh my God, Hannah deserves a medal back home. Like, I know she tidies up after me, it's like a running joke, but oh my God, I've never met anyone like me in my entire life. I'm the most disgusting, dirty, messy person I've ever known. How bad are we so, talking? Honestly, I will put... 
I'll put my coffee down and like literally one second later not know where it's gone like I will like spill paint everywhere like I've, I've got this studio and it's I've had to like sign a big lease for it and put a big deposit down and I'm just not going to get it back again because it's just paint everywhere again like obviously Sophie protects the floor but I'm just like no it must work straight away it must get to painting I feel like you've done that haven't you didn't you do that in your um is it Wimbledon yeah I do it like time. you need to learn so hilarious (laughs) what is your advice given that you jump on themes so quickly uh, in terms of like the loo roll um the quotes all of that kind of thing and the the nhs clap which was amazing what's your advice for brands for i guess prioritizing that like jumping on those trends other than just jump on the trends but my point is yeah (laughs) (laughs) you don't only start saying a question you're like oh it was stupid but like i guess (laughs) how in terms of let's roll with the N- NHS clapping one how quickly did it go from the idea in your head to that print there I decided to do it at one o'clock in the morning when I was speaking to my team in Sydney and then I woke up the next day at eight and then came to the studio finished it in the day and um had my print guy come and collect it from my studio and yeah it was within 24 hours but it's I've it was important to react fast like let's not be crude because let me be crude sorry because like if it's if it's in people's minds and it's very emotional right now people are going to donate more money when there's a lot of noise around it and my I just wanted to raise as much money like I have family members that work in NHS and I see firsthand how shit it is for them like and I think that that's with every single brand it's like reacting very quickly to what's going on and not be afraid to to do something that's not you wouldn't typically do um and because you give we're given this freedom right now everyone's in the same boat everyone's trying new things like every all the art supplies have sold out online i'm gonna kill everyone everyone wants to be an artist i'm gonna have so many competition that's hilarious <laughs> like how are you going about that then well this whole stockpiling thing like I have to say I did I did I did stockpile my materials which is pretty bad I haven't stockpiled my loo roll but I did my materials <laughs> that's so funny okay in terms of then advice for fellow artists or just creatives listening to this we obviously so much of the uncertainty comes from the fact that there's no endpoint at the moment but we all know that at some point we will like get out of this what's your advice for anyone listening for just I suppose making the best out of this situation I'm so so aware when I say it that there are people at completely different ends of the spectrum in terms of how they've been affected by this but what would you say hang on let me have a second to think about that Get in touch with people that inspire you or get in touch with small businesses that you love. You may think you wouldn't normally get a response from them, but I can guarantee in this situation right now, they will have the time and they will get back to you and they will love and appreciate your support. So I've actually used this opportunity to get in touch with a few inspirations of mine. Um, one of them is Felicity Hayward. I keep messaging her to be like, this is great. Like, I love, I love what you're doing here. And she's responding and kind of like, I would have never expected her to ever reply and of course she would. Like, why wouldn't she? So use this time to message those small brands or all those influencers that, that you respect because they'll be going through a tough time too. So just let them know that you're there and you love them. I love that. It's so true. It's like everyone, everyone, I think this situation has made us realise that we are all, it sounds really cheesy, but like everyone's human. It doesn't matter what clothes you're wearing right now. Everyone's inside. It doesn't matter if you've got the most expensive yeah. anything because everyone is on yeah. that level 
playing field. So, yeah. Okay, so if you, very lastly to round up then, once you are out the other side, how are you going to reward yourself? Oh, how am I going to reward myself? You just said about the like non-materialistic stuff, but I'm definitely going to buy myself <laughs> to be stupid What am I going to do? I'm do you know what? This has been on my list anyway, but we've been um, holding off because of the uncertainty. But what I will do is press go on the new studio in London and make the move. Love that. Where's it going to be? Earlsfield. It's on the high street. Um, they're just playing silly buggers with the price. And I'm thinking, don't, don't do this right now. I'm going to low ball off for you if anything right now. <laughs> uh, that sounds amazing though. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm excited. And the girls need a bigger space. Yeah, That sounds good. Thank you so much. I honestly, I know what your schedule's like, so I really appreciate it. You're a star. Oh, don't be silly. Anytime. Thank you so, so much for listening to that episode. It genuinely means so much to me and I really, really do appreciate it, especially given how busy everyone is right now. If you found this episode to be useful in some way, shape or form, it would genuinely mean so much to me if you could please rate, review and subscribe to the She Can, She Did podcast and share these episodes with any of your fellow friends in business or just in friends in general, to be honest, to give this series a little boost. Between you and me, rumour has it those numbers help when talking to potential sponsors and I don't know about you but I could really use one of those right now. <laughs> if you are new to the She Can She Did podcast and fancy listening to some motivational stories from some pretty incredible female founders to get you through the next few weeks too, please feel free to rummage through series one and two of the podcast as well. There's some pretty amazing women and stories hiding in there. Have a great day girls, keep going and please do tune in tomorrow.